This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Hey, hey, what do you say we do this Monday podcast for you peoples? What's up, Al? So yesterday I was driving around... uh, Gina and I had uh, we had to go up north for us. Uh, she's getting cabinets or something for her kitchen, so we were cruising around and uh, ended up uh, putting on one hundred seven point one. The boss, I like the boss. Mark Chernoff was hosting. Oh, was he really on a he Sunday? Was, he was DJing on a Sunday. Good for him. And I texted him because I heard him uh, doing some. Uh, he was talking up records. He sounded so happy, Jerry. I'm sure he was because money's not an issue for him. Right. He's probably not making any money no. there. But it doesn't matter. Right. And you know what he's doing? Something in retirement. Yes, he's doing something in retirement. He sounded uh, excited to talk up the records. It's a passion of his. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. I texted him. What'd you text him? I said, hey. Mark, you sound so great. I said, You're hey, the I best. You. I heard you on the radio. And um, he even had a shout where it went, Mark, turn off. Wow, how about that? won the boss. Very cool. Yeah, local radio, Jerry. That's where it's at. It's funny. That 107 won the boss is got a lot of people who used to. Work uh, here? Well, no, not here. but In New York? Yeah, who had like bigger I heard a, radio careers in New York. One of our traffic guys was doing a show there, was, was DJing there. Jeff Jensen? Maybe. No, I don't think it was Jeff Jensen. No, it was another one of our traffic guys. Yeah, you'll see that though. Like, uh, got b- people who are big personalities in New York. A little by little, as they as their careers start to dwindle down, was they, Steve Summers doing a show? He was not. He was not. Okay. He, they they end up, uh, you know, on these, you know, like on the rat. Yeah. Down there, I like one hundred six three. They turn that to country. That's yeah, actually love pretty it. good. It's an awesome country station. Good station. Thunder one hundred six three. Yeah, that's very good too. Available on the Odyssey app, by the way. Eric Spitz does shows on that one. What does he do? A one hundred six three. Eric Spitz does the show? No. <laughs> oh. Say, that would be weird. <laughs> Very strange. Yes. But it got me thinking, and then you and I discussed this uh, off the air, but I think it's an interesting conversation okay. on the air. I just thought, <clears throat> wow, like Mark Chertoff was here for a long time. Yeah, 30 years. 30 years. Uh, no. Not Probably 30 longer. Years. No, 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 no. He came here in 95 or 94. Oh, but a long time. It was almost it was like 28 years, I believe. 28 years, let's yeah. say. Mm-hmm. And then one day he was gone. He retired. And then that's it. We've been doing well with Spike. We don't... Uh, yeah. We are all replaceable. Every yeah. single one of us. So then replaceable. You had said Ed Coleman. Yeah. This I was thinking of Eddie yesterday. Yeah, that his voice was on this radio station. Every day with Mike and the Mad Dog. For years. Joe and Evan. Didn't matter what show. Weekends. Mets Extra. Mets Post Game. Mets Clubhouse Reports. The Manager Show before the games. Yeah. 
and then he announced his retirement. And he's gone. That's it. And now it's Pat McCarthy. Yeah. Sweeney Murdy. I used to, we would hear from Sweeney Murdy. Every day. Now he's gone. Yeah, doing well at MLB, but not on our air anymore. Right, but if you don't like, I don't know that. of Like, I haven't heard about Sweeney Murdy since he left. It really goes it's weird. Spike won't listen to this, right? No. Does Olivero listen to this? I don't think so. Chris, if you do, turn something else on for the next, like, two minutes. It really goes to show. Why pay any of us more than minimum <laughs> wage? <laughs> the biz, the biggest example of that my God, is when Craig ran into his troubles. Yeah. And we didn't miss a beat. Like, like ratings-wise, we were fine. Yeah. And I, call yeah. it what you will, it was uh, yeah, the I start know. of the football season. The, right, Yankees the Yankees were making, were making a, a, run. a playoff run. Yep. It certainly wasn't me acting like Howard Stern, I can tell you that. But if you would have told me prior to that, yeah. Craig's leaving the show, I would have thought the whole thing would have been destroyed. Mm-hmm. And that on when that happened, that's when I realized, oh, everyone's replaceable. There's only one time I've seen it not. And there's been one person that has not been replaceable. And his name is Howard Stern. Correct. He's the only person I can think of that has not been replaceable in my lifetime. I'm not yeah. saying it hasn't happened. I'm saying in my little world and what I like and enjoy and what I watch and listen to, he has been the only person that has been irreplaceable. You could say that 92-3, which now is simulcasting 10-10 wins, uh, has Died. never recovered. Correct. It He left in 2006. Yeah. So the, he was done at the end of 2005. And think December. of the changes that have gone on. Right. In that time. 17 years. It's been a mess. Right. To where now I got, and I love 10-10 wins, but now I miss my, now I do listen to 92-3 HD2. Not the same, though, without the jocks. I like the music. Yep. Not the same, doesn't have the same feel. That's gone. They, they Then they changed to classic rock. They went to FM Talk. Right. Yeah, we started for at a while. FM Talk. Then they did the 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 back to the alternative. Then to like yep. classic rock. Yep. Back to alternative. Mean, Correct. Been all over the place. Yep. We tried David Lee Roth, Opie and Anthony. Yeah. It's, like we got Opie and Anthony after the after the heyday of Opie and Anthony. Yeah. And they weren't they weren't the same. Now you show. can make the case when Mike left, Joe and Evan's ratings were not good, but Craig and Evan have brought those ratings right back. Yeah. And, and another example. Mike and Chris dominated here for how many years? Chris leaves. Long time. No worries. And Mike did fine. No ratings drop. No, Mike did fine. Mike, well, well, I shouldn't say that. Mike did fine. Mike did lose to Michael K, though, one time. Okay. So there was a drop, but it took a while. And then Craig and Evan have brought it back now. Right. But you're right. For the, I mean, Chris was gone for a long time. It was almost like a slow, and I think, and I even think Mike would say this, Mike's show without the co-host or the guest, it, it became, I don't know if stale, story, very repetitious. Yes. And so, yeah, you lost some listeners, but I don't think when Chris left, it was like, uh-oh, this is in the tank. It was fine. Mike kept those ratings rocking for another 10 years. Right. Imus leaves. Boomer and Carton have bigger numbers within seven, eight, nine months. Right. And I thought when I really, not, not when they hired Craig, but at first after Imus was fired, and sponsors were withdrawing all their their ads and their revenues. It was it was nerve wracking around here before Boomer and Craig were hired. Yeah, I didn't know if I was going to have a job. I mean, that was it was serious. Yes, <laughs> was, I remember starting looking around. 
like, what do I do? I'm not yeah. qualified for anything. <laughs> right. But, yeah, we're all, they all fire me tomorrow. This, they ain't going to skip a beat. CeeLo will walk right in. Not a problem. Oprah, gone. No problem. Yeah. It's true, though. Eddie's not replaceable. I think Eddie's tough to replace. Eddie Scazzeri? Yes. Yes. Not that, not that one of the other guys can't come in and run the show. They can. What Eddie brings that the other guys don't, I have not seen anybody able to be able to replicate that with the how fast his mind works and right. his system of clips. Plus, imagine he probably he probably has a um, a one button destruction button where if they say uh, Eddie, uh, it's not working out, he erases them all. Yeah, like he's a like, he created them. Yeah, that he the probably, whole thing gets erased. Yeah, you could do that, I suppose. Like a new start button, from, start from scratch. Yeah, start your own drops. Yeah, that's right. Those were mine from scratch. Well, or good luck finding them. Yeah. Right. He puts them into some sort of like uh, encrypted folder. It's like in 18 <laughs> subfolders that only his mind yeah. can navigate through. With some sort of Star Trek code to get into it. <laughs> you need it was like something that was referenced in a Star Trek episode one time. Spock sucks off Captain Kirk. Capital C. <laughs> Capital C, which. Which C? No, it doesn't matter. Oh, I that's, see. That's for the password. Oh, for the pa- one of the passwords to be capital C. There yeah. you go. Yeah, so that's weird. It's weird. It's uh, interesting. Yeah. It, it is, is interesting, Jerry. Yes. I was thinking about getting my uh, car detailed. Just the inside of it. Just cleaned. Cleaned, yeah. Well, they call it detailed, I yeah. guess, because they make it so that it looks brand new. Mm-hmm. Where that run? Well, that's what, I, that's what I wondered. I did reach out to a couple people. About 200. Okay, I was, I was close. You were ballpark. Yeah. That, that seems like a lot in some ways. To me, that seems very fair. Like, if you, if I say, hey, make the inside of my car look like it looked when it was brand new. Yeah, I think 200 bucks is fair. Yeah. I actually think that's a great deal. Like, I have no interest in getting the outside of my car detailed. It's, it's You're in the elements. You know what I mean? It's only going to look nice until it rains. Correct. Mm-hmm. Where I feel like if you get the inside of your car detailed, like especially if you were going to go on a trip, like yeah. a, a long trip in your car, that would be nice. Because my car right now, the inside is such a mess just because of... The dog. Yeah. But then I'm not going to want to put the dog in my car. True. I'd like to get mine detailed. They might charge me $700 with all the uh, baseball dirt. Yeah. Sunflower seed shells. God almighty. Oh, I have so many sunflower seed shells all over my floor and i don't even feel like i miss my mouth (laughs) how are they getting there if you're throwing them out the window sometimes they fly right back you don't i bring a uh maybe when you pour them out you miss them you know i I just i i I grab a handful yeah sometimes you drop one or two shove them in my mouth i'm probably dropping them there too yeah and then i spit the shells i bring a paper cup with me every day look at you that's the way to do it and everyone's Every once in a while, if I forget a cup, I just throw them on the floor. I, well, that's where they come from. Well, no, then. no, those get cleaned up immediately. Oh, okay. It's funny when I used to when Matthew started playing baseball. There was no we didn't do fall ball until he was like he started when he was five years old. So probably didn't do fall ball until he was like nine. It really wasn't that popular the first few years. So all we did was spring and summer baseball. And at the end of every summer, I would clean out my car, and I knew it was good until the following spring. Now. We're basically doing baseball mid-February until November. My car never gets a break, and it's just, it's it's awful. It really is awful. So much crap in it. I used to like to armor all my car. Okay. Were you ever into that? Yeah. The inside? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Where you vacuum it up? Yeah. Get the armor off? I used to do it every weekend, actually. Really? Yeah. When Kim and I first got married, 
I used to, I worked, when we first got married, I had to work overnights, Monday through, you know, Sunday night through Thursday night. And then I would work on the board, 6 a.m. to noon on Saturday. And then my weekend, in my head, I always felt like I had two weekends. When I got home Friday morning, and then when I got home Saturday afternoon at, like, 1. Like, all right, you got another day, you know, whatever. Sunday mornings, I used to always get up. And I would do, not in the winter, but in the spring and summer, I would, we lived in a townhouse community. I would go outside, and I would, my little dust buster, and my armor all, and I would clean my car. And then we moved to the house down the shore. It was the same routine. And then that faded over time. Yeah. I don't know. It just did. I know. Now it's like, it gets, the problem is you pay 200 bucks and how long is it going to oh, look for good? me a week. A week? Yeah, because we got games. Like, so this week. No, but I mean just like that your dashboard's not dusty. Yeah, it's, it, it's not going to last long. It doesn't. You got to keep Damn doing it. it. Like even to have them vacuum it out and make it look new. For me. Yeah. Matthew and Joseph have games today. Joseph, uh, Matthew's got a game tomorrow. Joseph's got a game Wednesday. We've got practice Thursday. Game on Friday. So they're going to get in on Saturday. I got, yeah, I mean, there's nothing I can do. They got cleats on. They've been playing. It's That's why I don't bother with it very often. Right. Because it's a pain in the ass. I like going to the um, car wash, too, and doing it. Sometimes you get a weak-ass vacuum, though, in those car places. Yeah, but it's $1.50. Go, go get another one. That's how I look at it. I actually haven't <laughs> run into that too much. I have one that doesn't suck. I'm sorry to hear that. It's like, I'm, 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 come, on, come on. That means someone probably jammed a pine cone in it. Yeah. <laughs> I used to like going to the one. Sometimes you used to find them that with the suction was so good. It was like, it would suck your rug up. Penis. Yeah. <laughs> It'll su- suck your rug up, and you can't even like get the real vacuum on it because it's sucking the rug so hard. Understood. <laughs> yeah. You ever see a person who's a car hoarder? No. Like a legitimate hoarder where, they, no. where their entire car is filled with stuff. Oh, oh like I garbage. Where they collect cars. No, no, no. Uh, yes, I have seen that. Yeah. It's terrible. That's weird. Like they have just enough room. To drive. Yeah. It's and their gross. car is just covered in stuff. I'm not saying like like it, where it looks like, you know, old newspapers, old, old wrappers, yeah. magazines. Yep. Yes, I have seen that. Yeah. That is a freaky look. Yes. Because people that are hoarders hoard at home, although a lot of hoarders don't like to leave the house. True. Which is weird then that their car would be a hoarded They probably rent out a room in the vehicle. house. Right. Start filling up the car. Right. Oh, my God. God, the, I would love to clean out a hoarder's house. I wouldn't. As long as I knew there was... You're going to find? No, see, if I could... if. If I was told there was no feces or well, how would you know? urine bottles in there, how are they going to know? Well, they'll remember. I'll say, did you, you have feces bags Not or if it's urine animal bottles? crap. That's true. Come on now. Or dead cat people yeah. find. Friend of Kim's heard noises in their attic, and so she was fearful that it was raccoons. So she decided to set up a camera. In the attic? Yeah. She was right. Raccoons. Giant raccoon. They went from the with, sewer to her... With babies. Oh. And the crazy part is, and Kim showed me the photo, she's got one where the raccoon is staring, I mean, into the as if it's posing for it. Like to say, come get me, bitch. <laughs> this is my attic. I live here now. It is freaky. And so her husband is like, I ain't going up there. So they got to call people now. Yeah. To... Yeah, terrible. It's like living 
in their attic. Living creatures in your home. Yeah, with a family. Hmm. That I'm worried about in my house. Haven't had it yet, but I've had so many problems. In the I attic, you're worried that's about? that's next. Yeah. I had that in Basking Ridge. I had something walking around in my attic sometimes. Maybe you had raccoons. The problem is I use my attic. I don't need to open the attic and then fall down the stairs because a raccoon says, hello. <laughs> no, you I think though in uh, Basking Ridge, they were squirrels would get in there. Okay. Because the squ- they say like uh, for your homes, you shouldn't have uh, trees that butt up against your house because the squirrels just go up the tree on sure. your roof. Yep. Makes sense. In your attic. And then they can find the smallest little creases to get in. Yes, they can. I know. I know. Oy. And you don't want any part of that. Oh, the glory of home ownership. By the way, it seems like uh, summer is finally coming here, Jerry. I saw this I weekend. I on Friday. Yeah, like the the beach was uh, was buzzing a little bit was over it? the weekend. There was a volleyball tournament. Nice. Yep. They're starting to move the beach lockers from the parking lot to the beach. Are you feeling better about where you are right now? Yes. Okay. Uh, the lifeguard stands are being moved. That's a good thing. The problem is after summer, then it hits the... Well, Merle Murdy looking for the terrible part of after you, summer. I'm we gonna, haven't got to summer yet. I know. Yet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live this summer. If yet. you want to do that in August, I get it. Yeah. You can't do that to me on May 8th. No, you, you can do it on Labor Day weekend. That's after fine. After that ends. That's fine. Tuesday after Labor I, Day weekend. Well, yes, I do find the end of August depressing. Yeah. Knowing the fall's coming. Even though I know the weather's good, I'm still in the school routine. Labor Day school, summer's over. Even though it really isn't, um, so I'm, so I'm kind of good with you saying Labor Day weekend. That's fine yeah. for me. It's a little earlier than that. I start to get depressed. Yeah, I love this time of year, May and June. Love it. as long as the weather's good. I love it. I love it because like even now, a couple weeks before Memorial Day weekend, yes. it's like you're stealing time now. Yeah, because you it already feels like it's approaching. I agree, but it's free. This is free time, right? I completely. This is bonus time. This is boner time. Like we had, uh, we had games Saturday and Sunday down in South Jersey. It was seventy, I think seventy on Saturday where we were, and yesterday got up to seventy six, and it was it was all, compared to that crap last weekend. Yeah, it was it was amazing. We had a good time. It was nice. Hmm. Won a tournament. Nice. How about Joseph started yesterday in the first two games six for six. It's tremendous. Were they, real hits, drives. were they real hits, Jerry? These were, he almost or took were the they, pitcher's head off on or one. were they errors? Scared. No. no, there were no errors there. Real hits. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. He wound up, how about him and this other kid on the team? He Joseph wound up going in the three games, six for eight with three walks. So on base, nine out of 11 times to the plate. And our leadoff hitter, PJ, was nine for 11. Had nine hits. In the first game, a single, a double, and a triple. Missed the home run by 10 feet. That's pretty good. Man, if a kid hits for the cycle, man, I'd be cocky. Oh, my God. On a real field? Yeah, on a real field. He's got to get a little stronger. Yeah. But pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close. Oh, yeah. I'd be cocky, Jerry. Um, I'm actually reading a book. There's the a Bible? Oh, I wanted to announce that. No. Self-help? Nope. No? No. It was a book about um, the recording of Nebraska by Bruce Springsteen. Oh, okay. Some guy wrote it. Uh, but... But Bruce Springsteen's involved with the book, which I always like. I don't like when there's these books about celebrities and things and that they're not involved. He's involved in it. Got it. It's very interesting. I got to tell you, it's uh, very rare for me to read a book. I don't know the song or the album, so. Yeah. Well, it was uh, a slow acoustic record recorded in his uh, in a home he was renting in Homedale, New Jersey. So it was a weird 
timing for when he put it out. It was <laughs> a weird record. Okay. So there was it really successful. It. it was not successful. Got it. But uh, it was critically acclaimed. Okay. You know when something I is love critically when acclaimed. Say it's critically acclaimed, yeah. and no one likes it. <laughs> oh my god! I think it's one of those records that people pretend to like because it was Bruce Springsteen. Because it's critically acclaimed, right? Like, like even movies that win awards and they suck. Yeah. Well, because you don't get it. Yeah. Meaning. Like even Spike, our uh, head of WFAN, he does not like Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. But he likes Nebraska. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I never heard of that album. The punks like Nebraska because they feel like it was a punk rock move to do. But I was going to say, I am reading the book and it's interesting. And um, Will it make you go back and listen to the music? Oh, for sure. For sure. I'll give me a new appreciation for it. Sure. It's called uh, Deliver Me From Nowhere. It's got pictures in it, too, which is great. I hate a book where they don't have the middle pictures part. <laughs> Occasionally, that happens. Because you want to get to page 183, and then all of a sudden, you look up, and you're on 217, yeah. and you haven't read anything. <laughs> I want to get... I need the the glossy center photos. I hear you. And now I want to go find this house where this was oh my God. recorded. Well, it's in Homedale. It Maybe is in Homedale. I'll go find it. I don't know. I need to get the address. Oh, okay. I'm driving through Homedale all the time, as you know. I did Google it today. And the I home? can't find it. Or yeah, you can't find the house. No, they keep bringing up the old farmhouse that Bruce Springsteen owned in Homedale. This was just a rental. Got it. Was it on Takalusa? What is that? A road? It's a big road. In oh no, I don't know. They won't give me. Huge won't give me an address. Houses. Yeah, yeah. It's like a main road, but not like a main road. You're thin. Not like a highway or anything. But it's a pretty active road. This house was uh, not. Does not look like a huge house. Okay. Because uh, 60 Minutes just did an interview with Bruce Springsteen. They brought him back to the house. There's actually a picture of the house. Yeah. Really? I would like yeah. to see it. I might. Maybe it'll help me find it. Mm. That'd be awesome if I show you where the house is. Yeah, and I just go knock on the people's door. I'll give you the Bruce tour. Can I uh, go up to the bedroom Bruce recorded Nebraska in? No? Get lost? Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> the cops are coming? Okay, see you. Oh, that's funny. Peace out. That's pretty good. Hmm. Oh, and I also, in my um, hearing Mark Chernoff on the radio, yeah. and then I texted him, we've agreed to have lunch. Good for you. Yeah, until the day comes, and you'll be like, you know I'll be like, what? No, you won't care. It'll be down the shore. It's going to be down the shore. I would think. Yeah, no, it, w- it will be. Yeah, he won't care then. Because he's... Uh, Why would you care? It's down the shore. You right, it's down anywhere. the shore. I could eat anywhere. Exactly, Jerry. It's like, what a day? I'm, 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 I'm kidnapping you on the 23rd? Is that yeah, what? Yeah, what's that for again? I, forget, I can't. I don't want to tell you. For how long? Um, 90 minutes tops. Tops. And where is this at? Jersey. Near my house or not near my house? Mm, sort of, not really. Hmm. I'm still S- contemplating. Sounds very mysterious. Yeah. Do you want to know? Yes. But then I'm going to ruin the surprise. Oh. See, I'm, I got to be, I told Kim this last week. I'm torn. I don't know if I should tell you or not. No, you have some time to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. All right. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow on a Tuesday. So. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. A couple minutes after 5 o'clock, we start a new week. That's indeed right, Al. You ain't kidding. The Eddie Scazzeri, how you be? And while I mentioned him already, his name is Al Zachary Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. Jerry, I don't know. You know, I'm a Mets fan, right? They suck. I was a Mets fan since I was a little kid. They suck. It was the one team I stick with, Jerry. They suck. In the NFL, I bounce around. I look for winners. Uh, the Mets, I, they're lovable losers. And they suck. Finally, Jerry, in 1986, my senior year of high school, they put it all together, Jerry, and it was no longer a loser to be a Mets fan. They suck. Well, we are losing to some crummy, <laughs> yes, they crummy are. teams. Yeah, and you got another crummy team coming up this win. They're actually not as crummy as in the past, but you got the Reds now this week. Jerry, Go this lose was, that one, too. They were, this was supposed to be our get fat part of the schedule. <laughs> yeah, they're getting fat, all right, the wrong way. They're we getting was, fat like me. We were supposed to take two. Two of three from the Tigers. We were going to take two of three from... Uh, two of the, how about you win all three? These teams stink. I'm just saying just win the series. I'm not even being asking for a lot. You're the $350 million Mets. Is it asking that much to take three games from the crappy Tigers with Scherzer and Verlander pitching? And the Rockies coming My to town, Jerry? God. We didn't even go to uh, Colorado where... I don't know what goes on there. If you go, you're up in the mountain, you can't breathe. You're at the ballpark. They're putting baseballs in humidors. That's not even going. That was, these games were here, Jerry. You know, the Rockies had 12 wins coming into the series. 12 and 20. And they took two of three from the Mets. And not only that, stomped the Mets yesterday with that seven run inning. Stomp city. So I I have been all over Jimmy Yacobonis. Yeah. And he's been good. Mm. Not yesterday. No. He was terrible. Or like. Yaka boner, Jerry. <laughs> Home run. Yeah, it was a yak fest. It was not good. And then you also had uh, with Tommy Hunter stung. I just now I, listen. I didn't see yesterday's game. Yeah. I was dealing with my own stuff with my son yesterday. Yeah, uh, and his game. But why? You know, I got the alerts on the phone. I'm like, you got to be joking with oh, this. It was, it was a mess. Ugh, just, just a mess, Jerry. Terrible. Yeah, it is terrible. And the Yankees stink. And really, if you think about the state of baseball right now, yes, this is not what we signed up for. This is not. And I, we're not even. We're like a couple weeks away from Memorial Day. Yeah, like it's a couple it's May eighth. Like it's not this. It's not uh, next Monday, and it's not even the Monday after that. Right. I think it's the third Monday from today. That we're talking Memorial about Memorial Day, Day weekend week. Well, no, like Memorial Day, I believe, is three weeks. Oh, from I got today. you. Right. And the Yankees are in last place. Yeah. Ten games out. Yeah. I mean. Ten. They're, they're right now hoping for a wild card, right? Well, I mean. They're not yeah, winning this division. Ha- no, well, that is listen, impossible. Listen, listen, it's point. not impossible. 
It is not. And why would you call it impossible? Do you remember what Sal did last year? What did he do? The NL East is over. Oh, right. What was that deficit? I don't even remember. What ten was games. It? it was ten games. The Mets and had a ten-game lead. And the Braves league. stormed back and won the division. Oh. So this happens It's sometimes. May 8th. Listen, right. as much as I'm going to sit here and tell you that these two teams suck right now and they're not very – the Yankees are very average and the Mets right now are not very good even though they're right around 500. Both teams are not playing great baseball and they don't look the part. That having been said, Judge is coming back. At some point before the season's over, Giancarlo Stanton or the ghost of him might be back. The Yankees will get Severino back. All you need is one of those seven, eight, nine game winning streaks, which they're fully capable of doing. They jump right back into the. You really think the Rays are going to win 28 out of every 35 games this season? I hope not, but who nah, knows? Nah, come on. Now, they're they're good, but I am not going to say that these divisions are over yet. No way. Mm, I Can't. am. I learned from last year. I don't think the Met division is over yet. How about the Mets in 1973? We don't even have to go back to just last year. I mean, come on. They were down 10 games in September, for God's sakes, or whatever it was. So it's not looking good. I agree. Man, it looks weird seeing the Yankees I, in last place and the Orioles and Rays in first and second place. And if they were in the AL Central, they'd be a half game out of first. I suppose. It's so stupid. They're hmm. in a good division. Yeah. Best one in baseball. They sure are. Yeah. I did see that Luis Severino is uh, thinking the Yankees are slow-footing them back to the uh, back to the lineup. They're like a hot foot back in the day with the eighty with your eighty six Mets when they used to attach the uh, the matches and the cigarette to the back of the guy's shoe and then light it when they weren't yeah. looking. And this then is, this is like slow footing where they're like they're <laughs> wait they're like taking their time with him. He's getting frustrated. Yeah, that's what I was reading. Although the headline was a little more aggressive than the than the actual, article was and the quotes stories. Yeah, shocking. He just doesn't know what's taking so long. He's like ready to roll. That's he's he ready. They're, they're not clearing him yet. They're not clearing essentially. Him yet. Yeah, right. He called it an unnecessary delay. Yeah. Well, here's what you like. You like his competitive spirit that he wants yes. to get back out there. Oh, good point, Jerry. I like that as well. Competitive spirit. Yeah. Now I don't know what the delay would be. Why the they're clearing him? Mm, slow footing him. Whatever. The, he will be back sooner rather than later, though. And the Yankees need it. And what happened to? I thought Garrett Cole was our uh, stopper. Garrett Cole, I believe, went into yesterday's game with an ERA of one point three and left it with an ERA of two point one. <laughs> okay, so he uh, he gave up that, six runs, though. Yeah. You want to talk about odds? They're up six nothing in the fifth inning with Garrett Cole with on the Garrett mound. Cole on the mound, and they lose that game. Yeah, that makes zero sense. Absolutely, the the Rays' odds at that point, I I couldn't even imagine what they were. Given the fact who was pitching, what the score was, not that it matters at all. The Yankee fans were in the building, but I would have ah man, that's one that is one that you are going to sit there. You might look back at the end of the season if the Yankees end up a half game or a game out of a wild card spot, not a half, a game out of a wild card spot or winning the division. You might look back to May seventh and be like, you got to be bleeping me, terrible. So now we got two bad baseball teams, Jerry. The Mets are under 500, by the way. I know they are. So I said they're like around 500, but they're yep. not. Like, yep, yep, they yep. Right, You can make the case. Now, I would have to go look at every team. Find me a team that's played worse than them over the last two weeks. They're 3-11 and in their last 14 games. Yeah, it's not good, Jerry. Let's see. I, I wrote down a couple things here. Lost 5 of 6 and 11 of 14. It's terrible. Yep. Like, there's nothing else to say. It's terrible. Terrible, 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 as Charles Barkley would terrible, say. Terrible, terrible. Now, who was it? I know there was um, 
and I'm blanking out right now. One of the teams snapped an eight-game losing streak yesterday. Other than that, are you going to find me a team that's played worse than the Mets? And they go to Cincinnati tomorrow. Yeah. Are they any good? The Reds? Jerry? Like I said, are the Reds any good? See. No. Let me are check the my Reds statistics. terrible? No. Are the Reds worse than the Tigers and the Rockies? No. The so, Reds are 14 and 20. Which is not, remember, I think they, if they, if our memory serves me right, I want to say they started last season like three and 17. So they've played a little bit better, but I mean, the Mets just lost series to the Tigers and the Rockies. So 14 and 20, what difference does it make? No difference. No, they stink. And the Yankees get the Oakland A's come to town. Mm-hmm. Starting tonight. Yeah. Little little Nestor Cortez on Can the we call this a get fat series? Get fat. My goodness. And by Eat the way, fats. it was the Cardinals that snapped an eight-game losing streak. Oh, okay. They're the Cardinals are miserable this year. They're 11-24. and 24. Yeah. There's a lot of strange teams right now. I know it's early in last place. Yeah. The Cardinals Car- being one. The Cardinals being the one. Yeah, and the Yankees being That's really it. Because the other last place teams are the Royals, the A's, the Nationals, the Rockies. I always feel like the Nationals are a good team. They look you know, weird being in last they're, place. They're, they haven't been a good team the last couple of years. Oh. Not a good team. Hmm. Unless they play the Mets, then they're a good team. Then they're an awesome team. Yeah. Then they're a great team. Yeah. That was just the disappointing uh, weekend, Jerry. I was all pumped up to get in. You didn't see five seconds of series. No, you aren't disappointed at I all. Was. You don't even have television in your condo. <laughs> I have television. <laughs> I'll take a photo of it later. <laughs> Tweet it out. Prove it to you people. You've got a screen. I have TV. You've got a screen and a Roku plug. Oh, I've got that. Here's what I got: the MLB app and my iPad. Jerry. I know you do, oh, baby. <laughs> I know you do for they've those got, highlights. <laughs> they've got some awesome camera work in these highlight packages now. Yeah, I'm sure they do. They got like those. Some of those. Every once in a while, they have a camera shot like they have in the NFL in the end zone. That super high definition looking thing. Yeah, yeah, very cool. cool. And they had one of those cameras at the uh, Mets Rockies. Because I saw a couple moves with it. That's pretty neat. That is really cool, Jerry. Pretty neat. All right, so that's it for baseball. I have no, a couple. It's not other, it for well, baseball. It's May eighth. Okay, May eighth. I have a couple other baseball notes if you'd like, Jerry. Oh, let's since do we're it. in here. I saw Paul Goldschmidt hit three home runs for yes. the Cardinals. Yes, he did yesterday. That is his third three homer game since 2019. How many other guys have had three three homer games? I don't know. Since then, March, March no, of 2019. I mean, like, I mean, oh, like forever. Three, three home three, run three games? Three, three games, yeah. I wouldn't, I I wouldn't did, think that's a long list. I did see the list of St. Louis, because he's on the Cardinals now, of uh, St. Louis Cardinals who have done it. Okay. You know who did it? Stan Musial. I thought he was a, a slap singles hitter, Jerry. You know what I mean? A dude who hit for average. I didn't yeah. know he was smacking three home runs in a game. He did. It's a I lot Googled of players, it. actually. Mark McGuire, but he was jacked up on androids. Jacked up <laughs> Andro or something. He had zits on his back and he was hitting three home runs in a game, so I don't count his. See, it's funny. A lot of guys have done three home runs in one game. The question is how many have done it three times? Yeah. I, I just and I don't know where I would find that list. I just cannot believe that that's a long list. That's hard to do. You go like this three home runs in a game. I'll tell you what, Jimmy Fox's name comes up a few times here. Like right off the bat. Yeah. All right, here, I got some things here for you, Jerry. You do. Not three home runs in a game, doing it three times. Oh, three home runs in a game, three times. Correct. All right. That's the question. All right, three home runs in a game. Lou Gehrig did it three times. You've heard of him, Jerry. Okay. Goose Goslin. That was a long time ago, the 1930s. Yeah, I would Mm -hmm. say so. I know. Right. 
It's not a lot. Uh, Joe DiMaggio. Okay. Johnny Mize did it six times, Jerry. What about Babe Ruth? Babe Ruth uh, did it one time only. Really? Yeah. For all that crap. He sucked. Babe Ruth. (laughs) Overrated. Jerry, would you say Paul Goldschmidt is better than Babe Ruth? I would. Uh, I would not. Ted Williams did it. Okay. So uh, it's, it's a bunch of old guys. Jerry. No, but it, yeah, it is a bunch of old guys. I guess I could scroll down to the bottom of the list and see who did it most recently. But I would say Paul Goldschmidt. I think he did it yesterday. <laughs> Jerry, you're right. Turns out Paul Goldschmidt did it yesterday. Three home runs in a game. Good for him. And Vita, I, we lost Vita Blue. So it's Vita Blue. Vita Blue. Love Vita Blue. Was probably the first card that I saved as a kid. Yeah. Only because when I got it, my father told, you know, was telling me about Vita Blue and he's like that's a good card, you got to keep the card. And as a kid, I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be worth tons of money. So that I have I I don't I probably still have a bunch of those. I had like three or four like Vita Blue cards from the 70s that I thought was going to make me rich when I got older. Sure. They they didn't make me rich. But I still have them. Somewhere. Somewhere I got those cards. He didn't make you rich, Jerry. He uh, won the AL MVP and the Cy Young in uh, and three straight World Series titles. How about that? Damn. He was how old? In his 70s, right? In his 70s, I believe. Jerry, let me take a look at Sad. this. He was 73 years old. Yeah, this good, bad stuff happens in your 70s. Not good. I know. It sucks. Not good. That's why I'm avoiding it. <laughs> well, when I turn 70, I'm just going to shoot myself up with testosterone <laughs> and HGH and all the stuff. And see what happens. <laughs> all the stuff Mark McGuire took. At I'm going to have point, sits on my back, but I'm going to look young. Risk reward. Risk reward, point. right. <laughs> the key is you don't want to fall down when you're 70. No, you don't. Because if or you fall 80. down and hurt your hip, that's trouble. Could be the end. I was actually saw something. I, I'm probably being targeted for these uh, these videos on YouTube where like. AARP? Well, that <laughs> happened a while ago. Oh. This is like which exercises you should do at home if you're an old person so that you strengthen your hip and thighs. And Are they legs. chair lunges? Yeah, it's like those things. <laughs> I know. But I definitely, because I have very weak legs. You. Because you have peg legs. Right, that's what I mean. I'm going to have to start paying attention to my peg legs. As How much I could older. you squat right now, would you say? Jerry, over the years, and I'm telling you, when I was in my 20s, 30s, when I would go to the gym, I would sometimes attempt to go to the squat machine, the one where the where the bar was uh, in the in yeah. the rack where it was on like a track. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do the bar. Oh, God. Without my legs shaking. <laughs> And you don't want to do that in a gym. You look like... No, you don't. I used no, to always have this idea in my head that if someone looked at me weird, like this guy can't... I was going to be like, I'm rehabbing an injury. <laughs> at least you had a game plan. I had a game plan. <laughs> don't mock me. I'm rehabbing an injury. I'm not supposed to put any weight on this. Then one look at your chicken legs and they <laughs> realize, no, he's just not no, very strong in no. the legs. Yeah, so I, I'm going to have to start doing that. You ever have someone say you ain't got much down there? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that sounded strange. Yeah, <laughs> That's sure not did, what I meant. Jerry. I meant your legs. Sure did. You do have the thinnest legs I think I've ever seen yes, in an adult. Yes, I have very thin legs. <laughs> you're, Which is not good when you're in your 70s. Think about the picture I took with you and my son where his legs were thicker than yours. Yeah. And he was probably seven at that point. That's correct. I got to be five, six years ago, right? Mm-hmm. I would say. Holy yeah. cow. So okay. I'm, no worries. I'm going to start strengthening my hips, my thighs, my legs in general. So that when I get older and I fall down, you can get right I can back get up. Right, I 
get knocked down. And then I, I get, get up, up again. again. All right, we take a quick break, and we'll get back up because the baseball stinks. We got a lot more to do. And then Boomer and Gio. By the way, they did their 40 miles yesterday, as did Brandon Tierney and uh, Je- I was going to call him Jeff Hoffman and Pete Hoffman. I don't know who Jeff Hoffman is and Pete Hoffman as well. So congratulations to them. Coming right back on The Fan. One of my favorite songs back in the day. I saw a story this week in that Michael J. Fox says uh, he was told he dated uh, Susanna Hoffs of the Bengals. Okay. And he, he didn't recall that. Really? Imagine dating so many hot women of the 1980s, Jerry, that you don't even remember. No, he was, and that that was Back to the Future time. Oh, man. That was Family Ties slash Back to the Future. He now, was he does ripping have, it up. He does have Parkinson's disease uh, in advanced stages, yeah. so maybe that, I don't know if that uh, messes with your memory, but I did see pictures of him from the 1980s dating Susanna Hoffs. She was sexy, Jerry. Yes, she was. She still looks fantastic. Oh. Oh, yeah. Very nice eyes. We just saw, I want to say it was maybe a month ago or so. She, for some reason, was in the news. She has a book out, I believe. Is that what it is? So she started popping up on her various social medias. Okay. But man, oh man, Jerry, she had beautiful eyes. Very beautiful. She still does. Yes. She's 64? 64? When I'm 64. You're kidding me. Yeah. What? We should be so lucky that we look this good at 64. Definitely. Wow. Well, I'm going to, I don't know if you heard, but earlier I'm going to be shooting up testosterone HGH at 70. And Andro. You oh, said right. at I was 70. Until 70. Yes, not 64. I might do 70. it earlier. Start now. I might do it when I start collecting Social Security. What do you got to lose? I might <laughs> just get a bunch of needles and just start shooting all sorts of cool things into You're my not body. You're doing that. Come I on might now. do it, Jerry. You don't know that. You won't You won't eat anything that's got one gram of sugar in oh, it. You're going to start good. putting needles in your ass? That is a good point. No, you're not. That is a good point. Come on now. I saw somebody, a fan fell into the bullpen in yeah, Philadelphia. I didn't see the video of this. Yeah, they don't Were have, they okay? No, they're not okay. Uh, they don't, there's really not good video. There's not like actual video of it that I've seen because I went looking for it. It was it's mostly from fans in the stands. Yeah. And... Uh, the fan fell after reaching over a railing in an attempt to get a ball that was thrown to him. Mm. A player, like, threw him a ball. Yeah, sure. And supposedly, like, really landed very hard on their head, oh. taken to the hospital. I haven't seen an update. And I don't, and I don't know you how. Be careful. You didn't see. You saw some video from the fans. Yeah, but far, like, was it was further away. Was it like a 20-foot fall or was it like a 6-foot fall? Um, it looked like it was it was probably somewhere in the middle of there. Ugh. It was probably more than a 6-foot fall and less than a 20-foot Boy, fall. That's tough. Yeah. Hate to see that. Yeah, the the players were shaking up. The players sure in the bullpen were. that saw that go down. Yeah, it's a big thud all of a sudden right in front of you. That's terrible. Man, you never imagine going to a ballpark and walking away with an injury. You you know, get a hit with a as line a drive. As a fan. Correct. A line drive hits you. A, this, a these broken are things. bat comes yeah. flying into the crowd. Right. Line drive, broken bat, drunk fan punch you in the face for no reason. Oh, yeah, you can get into a brawl. Fall down, fall over the railings. Yeah. These are various things that could happen. Not, now they've they've limited some of that potential problem yeah. by putting the nets up. Yes, but stuff can still happen. We need nets to catch people falling from the stands next. Well, I don't know that that's going to happen. Well, if you fall from the stands right behind home plate, they have that netting. You'll fall and land in that. That's in one spot. In one spot. Yeah, so that's where I'm going to sit from now on. 
behind home plate. Well, up the upper part of behind home plate. So if I get pushed or fall over the railing, I land on the net. Evan likes those seats. Those are Evan's seats. Does he do it because of the netting? No. Oh. He does it because he likes to see the entire field. Oh, okay. They are good seats, too. Yeah, no, no, I like that. That's a, I don't mind the upper. People immediately go, oh, you can't afford better seats. This is where I want. Like anybody that sees Evan's Knicks tickets. Yeah. They're on the Chase Bridge, which yep. is a wonderful seat. Yeah. They're like, oh, do you need binoculars <laughs> to see? This is a great seat. See, I don't care for, I sat upper deck at City Field last summer. or I think it was last summer. Maybe it, it might have even been last May. It's too high. At City Field, it's yeah, it's yeah. just. And I sat upper deck for Mets Yankees Subway Series a couple of years ago. I, it's it's nice to be there. I'd rather watch it on TV though. It yeah. just it, they look so small. Yeah, you know, I sat with the uh, Seven Line Army yeah. in their seats, and they're cool seats if you're there in the crowd with the Seven Line Army because you're involved. Sure, but I think if you're sitting out there by yourself, you get lost. Yeah. It's almost as if you're there for the game, sure, but everything beyond the game. Yes. Which is fine. It's an experience. It's good. I'm saying I wouldn't mind. I don't mind sitting in the upper deck once in a while, but if it's going to be more than, if it's going to be frequent, I actually would rather watch it on TV. I just think you get a better feel for the game. Yes. That's all. I did see, Jerry, that Gerard Collant got killed. They got fired. Wow. Well, they, they agreed to part ways, as they, they say. They agreed to part ways? They did. Now, Right after the Rangers lost, Boomer was talking that somebody was going to pay for the loss. He, he did. <laughs> He's gone. But then Gerard Gallant, in his postseason press conference, seemed legitimately shocked that the media was asking him about getting fired when he's like, look what we did. I would say beyond shocked, I would say he was genuinely annoyed. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. so annoyed the that, it, that it was even a question. Yeah, I would agree with that. And now gone. Yeah, he's out. See ya. Don't come back. Sure. Yeah. Now who do they get, Jerry? I mean, I don't I, know anything about coaches in the NHL. But. You would have to ask your guy, Boomer Esaias. All right. Well, I assume we're going to hear from Boomer today. I honestly have no idea. He'll be on the air starting at 6 o'clock. I'm yeah. sure this is going to come up at some point. That's amazing. God forbid I could actually find the Gallant clip that I cut. The Gallant. I can't even find They're it. They're all Gallant. Oh, it annoys me. And then uh, nicely, Jerry, your, your New Jersey Devils. Hey, good win. Got a win. They good beat win the Hurricane, uh, Hurricanes 8-4. Yeah. Now, the Hurricanes still lead uh, two games to one. Right. And they're back at the Rock tomorrow. Right. So this series right now, although the the venues are different, meaning yeah. the Devils were home for the first two games against the Rangers, and then on the road to win their two games to tie it up, it's following suit where they lost the first two to Carolina. They won yesterday. Now, the next one's a tough one because this is where – like, Toronto had a chance to uh, – they they went down three games to none to the Panthers. I mean, they're in a lot of trouble. The Devils will still be in a lot of trouble if they don't win tomorrow night, but in order to get tomorrow night, you had to get yesterday. So they did a good job. They got the win, and they are at least back in the series right now because if you look at all the teams we had, Islanders out, Rangers out, Nets out, Knicks, like the Devils, have a huge game tonight. You You can't go home down three games to one. Uh, yes, that game tonight is at 7.30, Knicks Heat in Miami, Heat up 2-1. Now, they got, I actually was watching this game, Jerry, I was in, a, uh, in the Colts Neck pub getting a little food, and I had the Knicks on. At the on. Colts Neck Inn? 
No, it's a new place called the Colts Neck Pub. Where is that? Thirty four somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's right on that really? thirty four. It's not far from the Colts Neck Inn. Okay. It looked like a brand new place. Yeah. I think it's a brand new place. I was like, I'm gonna stop in here. Okay. And I had the Knicks on. I had the Kentucky Derby on. But I, I got to tell you, when I got in, the Knicks were getting blown out. Yeah, they did not. I again, this is something I didn't get to see. Uh, everything I read though was they got out toughed, out physical, and just outplayed from the from jump. Yeah, it was. It looked like. It did not look or feel like a playoff game. Right. By the time I turned it on, they were down 12, I think. Yeah. And it was just, I was like, I was here for a competitive. They gave you nothing. I was here for a competitive game, and I got nothing. You got nothing. I mean, there's all sorts of statistics here, Jerry. I won't bore you with them. But uh, the 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 Knicks' big three, what I call Randall, Brunson, and Barrett. Jerry, no, that's what you call them? They're the big three. <laughs> uh, they were 16 of 51 from the floor. That stinks. Yeah, that's not great. That's not good. That's about 33% or so. And then you had uh, Brunson tweaked his ankle again. Mm -hmm. All these guys with ankle injuries. It's a long season. A lot going on. He says he's uh, all good and he'll be ready for game four. Um, He's a gamer. He'll be there. I I know quickly, right? Emmanuel quickly is questionable for this one. He sprained his ankle also. Unclear status, Jerry. We shall see. Unclear status. How did Jimmy Butler do? (laughs) Jimmy Butler. 28 points. Yeah, he looked okay. Yeah. That extended rest. I tell you, getting game one, I know he got hurt in that game one, but getting that game one made it so easy and smart of them to sit him in game two. Right, within all that that extended time between games. That dude had a week off. Just to get him right. And now all of a sudden they've got a a legit shot to win this. I mean, more than a legit shot. Right now I would think they're the favorite to win the series up two games to one, but this is a big one. This this next one tonight is a big one for both teams because Miami can feel they would come into the garden, a place that they took game one. Guys always talk about love playing at the Mecca. The Mecca. They would have a chance to close out the Knicks in five games on their home floor. Pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. Now, did you get into, you want to talk about uh, Jokic and the uh, Nuggets now or after the break? Right now, Jerry. Right now. So you saw what happened to him with the Suns owner. Yeah, well, the Suns owner was in the stands, yes? Correct. Like a lot of them are. I mean, some of them sit in the box, but a lot of them do sit courtside. And then what? what how did uh, this fracas? So, so first of all, he scores 53 points and loses. That's number one because you got 72 from Devin Booker and Durant who had 36 apiece. So ball goes out of play in the left corner, and Ishbia now has it. Matt Ishbia, I believe is how owner. you pronounce his name. Yes. Jokic goes over, grabs the ball from him. Like, I thought aggressively goes and grabs. I don't know why he's doing that and not letting the ref do it, but okay. He goes and grabs the ball from him. As he rips it off, uh, rips it away, Ishbia basically touches him. I mean, barely. And Jokic puts his forearm into him. Now, a little bit of a flop? Probably. Big flop. But he does put his forearm into him, and then technical foul gets called. Now the question is, does he get suspended? My question is, why are you ripping the ball away from anybody? Let the official go do that. I think he thought he would save some time if he got if he ripped the ball from the... The ball's uh, out of bounds already. Oh. So the clock stops. Yes. Oh. Well, then I have no excuse for him. And, he, if, he, and if he gets suspended a game, they have no... Ch- uh, they have very little chance without him. Do you think it would matter that that was the Suns owner or... If it was just a regular dude, same thing. So, because you're making contact with a fan and shoving them, my because he might. Here's not, what the answer should be. Yeah, the answer should be it shouldn't matter who it is. That you should call it the same. It's a 
paid customer, it's a fan, you can't do that. Um, my guess is they're going to be even more. But he probably didn't know it was the son's owner. It just looks like a dude in a suit. Yeah, I don't know if he knew or not side. because one of the reporters was like, do you know who that guy was? You know, it's the son's owner. He didn't seem like he cared. Yeah. He's like, he's a fan. He's sitting there. He's a fan. Give me the ball back. He touched me. They're supposed to protect us. How about <laughs> this? Don't run, go try and rip the ball out of the guy's hands. Don't go into the stands. Like, you have referees out there. Yeah. Silly. Really silly. And so he's put his team in jeopardy now. They were up two games to none. Now it's 2-2. And if he's suspended for game five and Phoenix goes into Denver and wins, series is over. Does the NBA have, like, all these other sports where it's like they could suspend him and they go, oh, uh, we're appealing, and then they let him play? Uh, I would think they could. I also think they would expedite the appeal to get it over with. Yeah. I don't I don't know. But if you if you haven't seen the video, take a look at it during the break. I'd love to know what you actually think about it. I did see it. it. I watched it this morning. So what do you think? I think, uh, well, I think you can't make contact with a fan. What about his claim that the quote-unquote fan touched him first? uh, That I didn't 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 think much of it either. I agree with you. I agree. I think he's going to get suspended a game. But I also enjoyed the Suns owner flop. He did flop a little bit. On the, just the, you know, it was brief contact between all of them. Maybe he's got thin legs like you, and he lost his balance. That's possible. <laughs> I have very bad balance. I, I know you do. That's a great point. <laughs> you never know. So maybe what looked like a flop. Remember, Jokic is like six foot ten. He's giant. He's a huge human being. I think he deserves he's not seven foot. A large fine, but no suspension. You can't take him out of the game. I he's hope like they he, don't because it will take the intrigue out of the series. He didn't. No, if he took a swing, Jerry, he did not take a swing. He didn't take a swing. It was just like, give me the ball, you punk fans. Get out of here. Exactly. That's going to be so frustrating as an NBA player. The fans, they're all right in your face. I think it's terrible. I do not think that the fans should be right there. No, they're too close. I yep. Now you want to put them. You want to put a row of media or whatever. Like here's the one I really don't like. I don't like that they sell the seats now next to the bench, the way they do. Right. Closer to center court. I mean, come on. You got Weird. fans all over the place yes. on these guys. So, 538, we got Moore's to-dos, a very rapid-moving hour, and then Boomer and G on a Monday morning here on The Fan. Ah, oh, back to the future, 1985. What's up, Al? It's a quarter to six. We're talking about Michael J. Fox again? It's a Michael J. Fox Monday. Or Marty. Marty McFly Monday. It's a Marty McFly Monday. I like that. On the fan. Jerry, let me give you some NFL notes. Oh, this is not about Michael J. Fox. No. I had no more Michael J. Fox news. I gotcha. Other than uh, that he doesn't recall dating Susanna Hoffs of the Bengals. I think Justine Bateman's doing these days or Tina Yothers. Tina Yothers for a long time had a, a rock band. Really? Yeah. I don't know how successful it was. And what was the father's name? Michael Keaton? No. That No. No, 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 no. Michael Gross. Michael Gross. That's yeah. it. And Diane Keaton. Is that? Uh, no, that's not nope, right either. It was Michael Who's Gross. Who's Diane Keaton? Diane Keaton uh, was uh, Woody Allen's love interest in some of his movies. Oh, okay. Actress. Okay. Meredith Baxter Bernie. That's who it was. <laughs> she was big into those uh, movies that were on Lifetime, like. <laughs> yes. Playing like the abused, abused, uh, abused wife and that sort of those crazy movies. Right. Meredith Baxter Bernie in. The Burning Bed. I told you I got to watch a filming of, uh, what was the name of that show again? Family Ties. Yes, Family Ties. Yeah. At Paramount Studios in L.A. when I was like mm, eight years old, maybe. Now, which era of Family Ties was it? Was it was Skippy there? 
No, this was, I would say, the earlier years of the, I would say this was 1983 or 84. Old school. If that's when it was, yeah, it had to have been. I was probably nine or ten years old. Alex P. Keaton, he was a young Republican, Jerry. (laughs) Yes, he was. (laughs) He'd wear a shirt and tie to school, to high school. Yes, he was. (laughs) Uh, That's so funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers went to the Kentucky Derby. When was that run? (laughs) That was run uh, Saturday. Yes, okay. Uh, When I was at the Colts Neck Pub, I saw the the Kentucky Derby was on a couple of the TVs. The Knicks were on a couple of the TVs, and then various things were on the other TVs. Okay. I like the Kentucky Derby that it's quick. You know what I mean? Like... Yes, it's, it's like a, it's a lot of build up for seventy yeah. seconds. A lot like a lot of people's Friday nights. <laughs> yeah, so that part's cool. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was there with some of his uh, oh, former God. Packer teammates. Okay. Looks like he brought them along for the ride. And then was he, David Bakhtiari there? He was. He was. He really. He was there. That's funny. Uh, Devonte Adams was there. Okay. And Alan Lazard, who he's taken everywhere with him, was there. I did not see Sauce Gardner there. Okay. Sauce didn't make it. What about on Randall the... Cobb? I saw his wife was fired up that the, he signed with the Jets. I did not see Randall Cobb there. Okay. I did see Aaron Rodgers smoking a cigar. Do we want our quarterback he's smoking fine. a cigar, Jerry? I mean, he's a quarterback. He's not running around that much. I he's think fine. smoking's bad for you. He's, do you think he's inhaling it? No. That's one of those things. Most people don't inhale those. That's fine. No, I don't think you're supposed to inhale a cigar. Just make sure he doesn't get mouth cancer, though, with the smoke. Right. Do not get mouth cancer this year. We're counting on you to take the Jets to the Super That's Bowl. Some serious stuff right there. Yeah. I tried smoking a cigar over. Uh, it's, it doesn't work for me. I can't. I can't figure it out. Some people love a cigar, though. You also I, probably wouldn't look very good with the cigar. What do you mean? It's a to me. It it looks better for some than others. Like Aaron Rodgers looks. He looked good with a cigar. He looked like sophisticated. He had a suit on, cigar, sunglasses. He had a suit on at the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Huh? Look at that. Well, like a uh, nice jacket. Okay. I don't know if it was an actual suit. Okay, I got it. But I tried smoking a cigar one time, and uh, I had a really weird experience. We were doing a show at a cigar bar when I was down in Florida. Yeah. Sports radio. And uh, I'm in the cigar bar, and I someone gave me a, handed me a cigar unlit, and I, some guy goes to me, you want me to light that for you? I go, sure. So I... Uh, did you know what to do? No. <laughs> I did not know what to do. And the gentleman lit the cigar for me, and I tried to suck through the cigar to, like, to get the fire Mm -hmm. going. A puff of smoke, Jerry, (laughs) lifted up off of the cigar and then coasted right into my eyeball. (laughs) Like something you see on a cartoon. It was cartoonish. Were you crying? My eye blew up. Tears coming out of the one eye because the, it was just a bellow of smoke oh, lifted man. off the end of the cigar and right in my eyeball. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? No more cigars for me. That's the last time you had one. Yeah. You know, I've never tried a cigar. It looks ever. relaxing, doesn't it? Like when you I see guess. people. Yeah, I suppose. Like out by a fire after dinner. Yeah, if that's what you're into. I'm yeah. not. Yeah, but if either. you are, I think it's great. Go for it. My brother loves it. Great. He does? He yeah. smokes a cigar? He, he does. It's not like an everyday thing. But yeah. yes, I would say on weekends or a couple of times a month, he likes to have a drink and have a cigar. I don't, but that's good for you. It used to be when you had a baby, you would bring cigars to your friends. Yeah, I like the chocolate cigars. Chocolate, I'm not yeah. interested in a real cigar. I have chocolate cigars, no use for it. Or bubblegum cigars used to, we used to yeah, get. Yeah, you could do that too, you I get guess. candy cigarettes, bubblegum cigars. Well, the candy cigarettes we got as kids. Yeah. That made sense back in the day, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine now the 
get arrested. <laughs> what are you giving your kids? Do they even make them anymore? Uh, for novelty kind of candy for adults. But you can't go into Stop and Shop and buy them in candy the candy cigarettes? aisle. No, no, no. The, they probably long gone. Long gone. Candy cigarettes, yeah. <laughs> candy cigarettes. The things I used to buy when I would go to the uh, candy store, I would buy candy cigarettes and candy lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Candy lipstick? Yeah, because it was just like a, a lipstick-shaped thing of sugar, I guess. I would. I like I would fun get. dip. That's what fun I dip, like. Yeah, that was good, too. The candy lipstick was like the fun dip stick. But it had like a lipstick holder. And you were drawn to the lipstick. (laughs) Evidently. (laughs) You're not denying that. I had my candy cigarettes and my candy lipstick, Jerry. Good Lord. Candy pantyhose also. (laughs) (laughs) My candy panties. Think how far you... Did you ever have edible panties? No. (laughs) A girlfriend never have them. No. You do know they make them. I'm aware they exist, yeah. So you've never tasted edible panties. I have not. I'm not so sure I believe you. <laughs> you did have the pump back in the day. <laughs> I did have that client when I was in sales. That I know you did. The X-rated store. I, so you could have tried a whole bunch of different I things. I could have. I did not. There's got to be a list of at least three or four things that they gave you, even if you threw them out, yeah. that you looked at and was like, come on. Like, hmm, I guess I'll try this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say you tried it. I just said you would have been surprised by it. Yeah. <laughs> you admit that you tried things. <laughs> I would store things away in my bag and take them home with me and try them. <laughs> Just then immediately sneakily put it in the bag. Throw them in the dumpster. What does this thing do? <laughs> <laughs> this for me or her? <laughs> I'm quite enjoying it myself. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> We had to take a break. You with the the humming vibrator and the candy cigarettes. And lips- there's your Friday night candy lipstick. <laughs> no, no wonder why she dumped you on the shit. <laughs> you got fired. That was a rough day. <laughs> <laughs> I quick break before Geo next. That came out of your mouth. <laughs> Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on James Harden. <laughs> it's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Okay, uh, Boomer and Gio are coming up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, what else, Al? There were more rumors, Jerry. This keeps popping up that Tom Brady's not going to do his uh, Fox thing, but he yes, came he out is. and said fake news. Sad. Not this season. WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.